Hello everyone and welcome to episode four of our Sherlock podcast and I'm joined across the Pennines once again uh, with my friend and colleague Ross. Hello, I always seem to forget that I am in fact across the Pennines, that was a big revelation <laughs> for me in the start of this podcast. <laughs> I am across the Pennines. The what, are those, what are those hill things over there? Oh, it's the Pennines, Ross. Ah, oh, that's what that six-minute tunnel is. <laughs> that, 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 be, that be the Pennines. <laughs> so, I uh, hope you all enjoy it. Thanks. Thank you, enjoy. Bye. <laughs> can't, can't not say bye at the end of that. <laughs> it's not a phone call. <laughs> Hello. I have to See say you bye. Thanks. L- love you. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, see ya. Yeah, all right. No, yeah, no you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you. No, you subscribe. No, you. Have you watched any of the elementary as well? No, no, no. American bullshit. No, no, no. <laughs> the thing is, I mean, obviously Johnny Lee Miller plays him in that, and he is really good in it. Um, Lucy Lewis Holmes. Nah. Yeah, it does work. It does work. Um, the, the the only pro and and um, oh, uh, you, you've actually got because obviously he's moved to America in this um, and. Uh, Sean Pertwee, John Pertwee's son, another link there, Wurzel, Wurzel Gummidge's son, plays yeah. Lestrade and he comes in for a few episodes and he's, he's, he's like a drunken cock and he's like, I like Sherlock, yeah, um, and <laughs> That was his audition tape. Did you try out for it yourself? <laughs> and, just, and just do your gummidge? Have, uh, have, have you ever watched MasterChef? <laughs> Yeah, of course. Well, um, <laughs> Sean Pertwee does the descriptions of the food, and he sounds like he's got the worst cold in the world ever. Yeah. <laughs> Ross is uh, doing um, fried mackerel uh, c- covered in a mackerel jus. And you just think, just get a lozenge. Get a lozenge. (laughs) (laughs) Ross has presented me with a packet of lockets. Thank you. (laughs) Dunes. That's how I met. I met one of the chefs uh, from Max. From that was on Master Chef last week. Yeah, you know, I said I was taking my grandma out. Oh yeah. We went to Long Clume, and it's owned by Simon Rogan. It was absolutely amazing. any road, there was there was there was one last thing that I, that I thought was quite interesting when I've been doing a little bit of Sherlock research. Go. On. <laughs> he's he's actually been given, he's actually an honorary fellow in real life. So he's been given um, uh, an honorary an honorary I hate that word honorary 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 uh, fellow uh, fellowship from the Royal Society of Chemistry. Right. 
Um, so the Royal, Royal uh, Society of, of Chemistry um, is like a, a society for, for cool scientists. Um, but it's headquarters in London. They've got about 50,000 members. And uh, they, they, in 2002, they gave an extraordinary fellowship for Sherlock Holmes. So uh, Sherlock Holmes is also a real fellow, even though he's imaginary. But the honour honor is real. Yeah. Um, so, so is there any way that, you know, you, you could take advantage of that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like I feel, I feel like you've thought of something that you wish. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Could, could you get away with something if you addressed the Sherlock Holmes? Is it like having the keys to the city? You literally can do what you want. You can kill a swan. I don't think so. All right, <laughs> I don't okay. think so. <laughs> Says the award. The award will be presented at the statue of of Holmes outside the entrance to Baker Street Station at eleven a.m. on the when, on Wednesday, the sixteenth of October. This is two thousand and two. Yeah. Present to mark the occasion will be a modern Dr. John Watson, a fellow of the Royal Society of Chemistry. So they naturally just <laughs> there must be somebody in people called John Watson. <laughs> also present will be a mastiff crossbreed hound as a reminder of the dog which haunted the Baskerville family through two centuries on Darkest Dartmoor. Right. I wish I thought it was quite fascinating, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can just imagine, can't you? Like, oh, if only we had a fucking John Watson in our group and then... <laughs> Someone's gone, you all fucking believe this. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Jim Watson, well that can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we've got we've got Jane Witherall. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> give Jane a call. <laughs> Back right, to the piano okay. theory, innit? Fuck it. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on, you've been desperate to get Keanu to shoe on. Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves, Keanu, Keanu. I think Keanu Reeves. The conversation will be, do you know who I think would make an excellent Sherlock Holmes? Keanu Reeves. Probably would. <laughs> I don't think so. Benedict Cumberbatch became more colourful throughout, as in his, his colour literally become more colourful. No, you just you were you were lent on your remote and the contrast uh, went up. <laughs> Four seasons. Um, yeah, because when you first see him, he's like quite ashen, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. But then actually, as the series goes on, he looks more and more like a regular person. I think. I, I but I I also think reading the books, of of which I haven't much, but I have. That there is very little love between them. There's this respect, and uh, you know, I, I think you know, at a push, he will, you know, congratulate him on something, or he will, you know, say that he he needs his company to to do whatever. But in in the certainly in the series, there is some love there, isn't there? Oh, definitely. And I think that that is one of the positives of the the changes, the the differences between. You know, I think it would be hard not to do it like that now. Um, yeah. Well, 
Yeah. Uh, I don't think I don't think you'd want to watch two people that pretty much hate each other the whole time. Um, um, But it's you know it's one of the things that they'd had to adapt it to for today, wouldn't they? Um, But it it works. It does work. Because I I, I think we've obviously said the the worst episodes, but I think my my favourite episode is is the wedding one. Yeah. Without a doubt, and, and the thing is that it's perfectly placed in in the series is 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 because you couldn't have done that any earlier because they didn't really know each other, and obviously by the end of the series it gone shit anyway. So so you know I think it's perfectly placed where it is. They know each other really well. The the bit where they're drunk and the, they are playing the you know the name game, it's one of the funniest things I've, I've <laughs> yeah, seen when on When they go out and get smashed, yeah. yeah. Well, the bit where he goes, um, which one's Sherlock Holmes? He just goes, he reminds me of, of, um, of Martin Freeman in the office. In that yeah, yeah. Um, it's just, just a bit silly. Um, so now, and, and I think the, the way that it turns from, you know, it's already quite a good story, isn't it? it just of them doing the wedding. And the way it flips into being, a, mur- a murder <laughs> you know it is it's really fabulous. it doesn't even feel that shoehorned in does it it just no. naturally kind of goes into yeah. it so i think I, if, if i had one episode that i could only watch one it would be that one well one of the to go a step deeper one of my favorite scenes is when he gets uh is, is when he, he finds that um uh is it mary what's yep. John Watson? Yeah. yeah mary watson when they find out she's an, uh, an elite assassin yeah, and uh, she shoots him, and there's a whole sequence of him falling, and different people are coming out saying, "You got to do this if you're going to survive. Like, you need to make sure that you yeah. do this. If you fall now, you need to, and you need to steady your heart. You need to remove the fear. Think about something that you know doesn't is going to stop yeah. the fear. And, and by the time he's landed on the floor and he's unconscious, he's already taken all of these steps. Yeah, <laughs> and that whole sequence, I was like, that was fucking awesome. Yeah. And I mean, the, the the reveal itself when it is Mary, I. I Never in a million years. No. I was like, "What?" Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it, Victor Belgrade. <laughs> I believe it. Believe it. I got that. There was a question about. There was a question about um, Victor Meldrew on some quiz we watched, and. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it, it's what is Victor Meldrew's phone number, <laughs> and and I, I did my mind palace thing. I literally went four two nine one, and Charlotte went what? It's his phone number four four two nine one, <laughs> and it came up as four two nine one, and she's like, how how can you remember that? And I was like, it's like took there in my mind palace. I just had to get to it. But there's a scene where where he's sat down and he answers the phone and he accidentally picks up a little dog. Do you remember that bit? Yeah. He yeah. picks up and just goes, 4291. Oh. <laughs> and that, that, for some reason that stuck in my head. But that's, that's why I think I've got a mind palace for utter, utter shit. I don't yeah. need to, I don't need to know Victor Meldrew's phone number. <laughs> I can I can barely remember my you own. You did in that moment, though. I do. Weird, but anyway. So is that it? For sure? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> we finished off uh, talking about Victor Meldrew's phone number on our Sherlock podcast. <laughs> Thank you. It was never going to start or end on Sherlock. <laughs>
I was thinking like uh, a sort of broader subjects around Sherlock and maybe like that, you know, some of the bits that we, we might not have touched upon and it, it begged it begged a few questions that I thought would be worth asking you. Okay. Because you know, you, you came unexpectedly with a quiz and it's not I haven't I haven't done a quiz or even anything remotely like a quiz format, but just some questions that I thought, hmm, I wonder if Simon knows. So I guess the first question is where do you think the the origins of Sherlock Holmes as a character came from. Like, where did the idea come from? Uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's mind. That, yeah, that fact. <laughs> Tick. Next question. <laughs> uh, apparently, apparently, I don't know. Apparently, it was a doctor that he knew at university. Right. And this doctor um, allegedly had an uncanny ability to be able to diagnose a patient as soon as he walked in the room. Right. Okay. And uh, and and Arthur Conan Doyle like sort of became you know like friends with him and and he used to speak to him about uh, how how he managed to to do this and and the doctor would go into well you know, it, it's not quite as magical as you know it's not on par with Sherlock's level of deduction <laughs> it's like you know I mean <laughs> it's like someone had come in and cough and he'd go flu done. <laughs> <laughs> Swollen right testicle, leave. Someone comes in with a crutch. You're missing a leg. <laughs> How the hell does he do it? I think he's missing his left arm. <laughs> I think he's missing. No, 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 no. Eyes. Right, right, right. <laughs> my, my left, his right. <laughs> I think he's missing. I think the problem is blindness because he's been talking to a lamppost for ten minutes outside. Well, that's that's apparently where the where the um, where Sherlock started, and you know his his first book, um, A Study in Scarlet, was a was yeah. a bit of, was a bit of a flop, wasn't it? It didn't really do that well, and and it was originally intended to be the only Sherlock Holmes story, right? Okay, A Study in Scarlet. That it was supposed to be. That was it. It was just a quick short story, um, and and that was it. And obviously, he was Sherlock turned into this massive li- literary. A phenomenon because of demand from the fans um, and it was actually interestingly enough at a party um it was like a, a dinner party that arthur corn and doyle went to um of a, an editor of the magazine that the first that the study in scarlet was first published in and at this dinner party was sherlock holmes this editor uh, i forget his name now not this probably not that important but just for those who like a bit of trivia um his name was uh joseph Sorry. joseph stoddart he was he edited lippincott's monthly magazine in 1889 and um and at this dinner party was joseph it was arthur conan doyle and and uh and oscar wilde 
Right, okay, just, just to get, you, you said Sherlock Holmes was at the party last time. So I was thinking, did this really happen or is this a story now? Well, go, thoroughly, go on, sorry. Thoroughly, thoroughly researched. <laughs> <laughs> Sherlock Holmes was at a party with Daffy Duck. <laughs> and then, and, Jessica and, Rabbit. And then they were, they were, served, they were served Darjeeling from Buzz Lightyear. Um, yeah, so, so so Arthur Conan Doyle, Joseph, um, this editor, and, and, and Oscar Wilde were all at this dinner party, and and Arthur Conan Doyle was was being put under a lot of pressure by this editor to say, look, that study in Scarlet, um, you know, although it was you feel it was a flop, there's a hell of a lot more you can do with this character. Please, please, please write more Sherlock Holmes books. And, and he, you know, the undenied about it. And then this is when it gets really interesting because Oscar Wilde then said, I tell you what, I'll write a book if you continue to write Sherlock Holmes. And the and it was the one and only book that Oscar Wilde ever wrote, and that was the picture of, of, of Dorian Gray. Right, okay. So the the birth of Dorian Gray and, and the, the birth of the true um, Sherlock Holmes, you know, as we know it, was at the same dinner party, which I thought was quite, ah. quite fascinating. Wow. Wow. Can you imagine being a fly on the wall in that in that party, eh? I know. It's like when Bob Dylan played Lay Lady Later, Elvis <laughs> and Johnny Cash. <laughs> and it and he's just this bright little kid and he cut he just whops out a casual Lay Lady Way. <laughs> Very interesting. Do you want another one? Go on. So Ross's facts about Sherlock Holmes, <laughs> number three. Listen to Ross as he desperately reaches. <laughs> um, so as we, as we talked about in one of the previous episodes, Sherlock Holmes has been the most filmed and used fictional character. Yeah. Or was he? <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for joining us. That was... <laughs> That's almost as bad as the, as the finale to the last season of Sherlock. <laughs> uh, well, I, I try and say that, that someone's been portrayed more. Well, let's get into it. So Sherlock is the most portrayed fictional human <laughs> so however <laughs> however that I, raised, I, I, I wish the people could see your eyebrows <laughs> I think the, sort of, the joke sort of hinges upon the eyebrows which no, none of the listeners can see uh, it's a rapid raising <laughs> At least three raised, yeah, <laughs> and an expectant look in his face. <laughs> yeah, the rapid and frequent raising of the eyebrows with an expectant look was the key to right. that particular deal. So, so, so Sherlock Holmes is the most portrayed character in history. The most portrayed he? human character. However, <laughs> there, is, there is one other who you couldn't you couldn't class as human who was actually, there's only one other character that's been portrayed more on screen 
acting, you know, the more because I mean, there's I think there's like forty plus people who played yeah. Sherlock Holmes in various ways on stage, uh, on the screen, and whatnot. But there is one other character, fictional character who's been more, portrayed more than Sherlock Holmes. And this this character is human, but can't be described as human. Uh, you would make the argument that they are not human. They're not, they're so, not, human. not human. So not Jesus then? Not Jesus, but Jesus was human. Funny. Anyway, mm. but, uh, no, it's not Jesus. Uh, there's, there's a far stronger case for this particular character to not be human than Jesus. So is this a character that's still uh, represented? Yeah. 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 Mm. Mickey Mouse? No. Uh, Minnie Mouse. I think that, you know, they haven't been played by. I mean, Mickey Mouse is Mickey Mouse. It's not like, oh, you know. Do you remember that time when? Uh, do you remember that time when when, when Jim Carrey played Mickey Mouse? <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody's ever known for playing Mickey Mouse, right? So, so has there been a film of this character recently? Um, yeah, yeah. There's 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 countless countless iterations of this. Danger Mouse. <laughs> No, that was just a... It's obsessed with mice. <laughs> the, answer the answer doesn't evolve, doesn't need to. Involve. All right, okay, Donald Duck. <laughs> Stuart Little. <laughs> I thought that was the actual answer then. <laughs> I thought I was, I was close. Um, oh. So, uh, Did you just throw up in your mouth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I, I would maybe say Dracula was close. Dracula is the right answer. Oh right. <laughs> not, not Count Ducula. No. Well, that's one. That's David Jason again. See. <laughs> but yeah, Dr Dracula is the only other. Um, but the only reason you can say you know Sherlock Holmes is the most portrayed fictional human character, that that would be correct. However, Dracula is not human. Dracula is a vampire. So. The, the only other character that is humanoid, shall we say, that looks like a human, that fools people into thinking that it's human, that's been portrayed more you, than Sherlock you're trying Holmes. To tell me that, trying, trying to tell me that Dracula was a robot? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me you've never seen uh, Johnny Five in, in <laughs> Um I, I actually got something on screen now. Uh, as a whole, Holmes has been portrayed in more films than any other literary human character with 100 characters over 250 productions. However, when it comes to non-human literacy characters, he's beaten by Dracula, half vampire with 272 appearances. Yeah, so, so that's how you got it, because you're fucking... No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, bollocks. No, no, no. <laughs> actually, no, yeah. no the, the, the connection was, I was thinking for some reason, um, that obviously the, the guys that did um, Sherlock did that version of Dracula over Christmas, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. Did you see that? What, the most recent Dracula series? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Did you? All right. Yeah, did you not like it? I thought that, again, the last episode was absolutely shocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't put any stock in any of <laughs> Well, you've got to. If I've said it once, I'll say, I'll say it a thousand <laughs> times. We can always be let down by endings to everything. Fucking everything. Film, why, series. Why not just get it right? They, they what, just what? don't. They just don't. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. How hard, how hard can it be to get right? I yeah. completely get it. 
because every other finale to every other season was absolutely spot on. Yeah. Um, but for, for, for whatever reason, it's well known that, you know, there's a lot of, there's always controversy around endings. Always. I mean, look at Lost. Yeah. Well, that, that was one of the biggest series ever made, wasn't it? Fuck yeah. Maybe yeah. the ending that that got. Game of Thrones. <laughs> The shit that that ending got was, you know, unparalleled. <laughs> they almost undid like a decade's worth of work with with, yeah. with two episodes at the end. Yeah. So there's always, you know, you can there's there's more, you can go on and on and on about endings being shite. In fact, the only one that I felt completely content with was Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> that's because that's because they took about three hours to end it. Yeah. <laughs> You're just glad it ended. But no, I think the ending could have been the fourth installment. <laughs> Uh, the, the the ending of Lord of the Rings should have been the fifth time that Frodo and Sam gazed at each other's eyes lustingly. Lust, lustingly. Yeah. Lustingly. Yeah. So no, uh, no, no. I, I I disagree. I think they 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 should they should be getting stuff right. Yeah, I I, I do agree with you. They should, but they fucking don't. They, they, <laughs> it, all too frequently they don't. Well, they're stupid. <laughs> they are stupid. Yeah. Did you ever watch Did you ever watch The Boys? No, no, no. The Boys is is quite a good is quite a good series. Yeah. But then, when we were watching the penultimate episode, I said to Fatima, I said, "I'm a little bit worried that the direction that this is heading in here, yeah, because, because they really are taking a cheap way out. Yeah. And it would really be a shame because the actual rest of the series series has been really good. And then. By the time we got to the final episode and that played out and then it ended, uh, Fatima actually, I can't remember what it was, but something went up into the air in disgust. She, she, she threw. She was like, I can't believe they fucking ended it like that. You know? And it was, and I, I keep, and the same with films, you know, there's, there's so many films where I think, fucking hell, that was a good film. It's a shame about the shame that it was so shit at the end, you know. Or, but I just think, I don't know, I don't know the reason for it. I don't know if the ending is just an afterthought. I mean, typically, you know, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of screenwriters and there's a lot of authors who actually start at the end and work back. So the, you know, they go, this is what this is how it ends, and we're going to write the story backwards. Yeah, that's quite, that's quite a common practice actually, and I believe that's what they did with Lost. Um, and, and you know, it's it's not it's not too uncommon to do it that way. But yeah, for what for for, for reasons unknown. There are a lot of shit endings. <laughs> and, and I, I think we, I think with Lost, I think it got, I think Lost got too popular and too big, and they just had to stretch it out. So I think if that ending would have come a lot sooner, I think it would have been a bit more satisfactory. And I think the fact that I, th- I think it ended up being three series longer than it should have been. I think that Lost, because I, I watched Lost um, way after it had finished, like years after it had finished. Right, okay. So there was people like friends of mine who, you know, binged it when we were in college, when it was being yeah. an episode once a week and they committed their life to it. And then they, were, they really resented me for the fact that I was able to beast through it in, you know, a month or whatever. Because there's a lot to it, isn't there? But the, the, the thing that annoyed me about Lost, I thought was a bit cheeky, was... Uh, they pose these big questions and these big mysteries, but they, ne- they never actually answer them. So it's like, <laughs> all right, well, it's not clever. I, c- I can fucking do that. I can yeah. say, it like, oh, I was sat home one night and, you know, like this cool story about a mysterious figure floating yeah. past the window six feet off the ground, you know. Yeah. But unless I actually tell you what it was and how that happened, <laughs> it's fucking pointless. Like, But it was I, it, the, the explanations for things like the smoke and yeah. and and the, the the bloody polar bear. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, it's, I, did it? 
What was the explanation that it just landed on the, on the island or something? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, the polar bear, well, it, was, it was all parallel universe, wasn't it? It was yeah. all like multi... And I think John Locke in one of these universes was the smoke, right? I think in, in one of the universe, in one of these worlds, I think John Locke was the smoke. Really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then he, he was there. But they, they almost, like I said, it's like cheap magic tricks because it's like, you know, episode one is here and it ends with this problem. And then you think, fuck, I can't wait till episode two and find out what the bloody hell's going on. Yeah. Well, then episode two, they don't, they ignore that, they raise a different problem and they go, yeah. I forget about that. Look at this new shiny problem. Yeah. <laughs> shiny mystery. And then episode look into three. My eyes. Look into my eyes. <laughs> and, you, and you go through all of it feeling like a complete twat because yeah. all they're doing is distracting you with other mysteries without, without explaining the other ones. Literally so, smoke and mirrors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So lots of particularly. Particularly cheeky. What about um, another controversial ending, which doesn't get as much grief as being a bad ending? I think it just upset people at the um, how sort of non-conclusive it was, inconclusive it was. Um, was the Sopranos? <laughs> I, I've never seen the last three episodes. Well, I don't know what the fuck you think you're doing, <laughs> but uh, I mean, the Sopranos is hands down the greatest series ever made, in my opinion. Um, so. uh, I, I, yeah, well, last time you said Sherlock was, um, but I oh, think one of them. Sherlock <laughs> is one of them. Um, I I love The Sopranos. I thought it was amazing, and um, a bit like you were with the boys. I didn't like the way that the last series was going. It was just it was just killing off all these characters that you you'd known and loved for five or six series before. And you just thought, oh, they're just winding it down now. And it didn't seem right. Uh, well, they, don't really kill, they don't really kill them off. They just they, they start getting, like, you know, attacked and, you know, Silvio gets put in hospital and it, it looks like he might die. And then yeah. Tony's trying to... But, you know, I'm, I'm presuming you know how it ends. Yeah, it go, goes into a toilet and it goes dark or something. No, he's sat in his... So, so the family are finally reconciled. Right. And they're having a meal in a restaurant. Yeah. And, and the only person that isn't there is um, is uh, fucking hell. What's his daughter called? It's been years since I've bloody watched it. Yeah, um, is not Summer. What's what's Tony Soprano's daughter called? Uh, Meadow. Meadow, that's it. Um, yeah, see Summer Meadow. You can see where we're going. <laughs> um, Zamadu, Citizen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sher oh. Sherlock saw <laughs> same thing. <laughs> and um, yeah, so 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 Tony. Um, Carmella um, and his son. Um, what's his son called? <laughs> Winter Snowplow. Can't remember what his little lad's called. Is, it, is, it, is he called Anthony as well? Anthony. I think he's called Anthony, yeah. yeah. Anthony. Yeah, so they're all sat there basically and you know that um, there's an attack on the Soprano family, but right. they don't know it yet and they're sat in a diner and Meadow was pulled up in a car and she's walking across the street to enter the restaurant where Tony and the rest of the family are waiting for her and everything. They're all really happy and looking at each other and smiling, but you get these mysterious cuts to another, another set of car wheels pulling up right. and you don't, but the way they've done it is you don't know if that car is actually pulling up outside that restaurant where they're at, or is it right. something different because a lot of people are getting attacked and then Meadow starts walking towards it. And then Tony, that you, you hear the, 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 the bell as the restaurant door opens and then Tony's like eating, they're all smiling at each other and he looks up. And then before you even get a chance to see his expression, whether it's a positive expression or a shocked expression, it cuts to black. Right. And that's it. 
and you, and you never know. You never know. Like, did Meadow just walk in, or did Meadow get killed on the street, and it's this like hitman that's walked in? You, right. you never know because you don't even get to see him react. He just literally is eating, and he just looks up, and then it cuts to black. And that was that was one of them where it was a controversial ending, but it wasn't controversial. And I think the only reason people were pissed off about it is because they were yearning for some kind of answer or conclusion. Yeah. And there's a lot yeah. of different theories surrounding it. But for me, like, yeah, it was frustrating, but not not necessarily in a in a bad way. But again, I, I don't tend to hinge. I, I don't want to put too much stock in it because I'm just assuming the ending is going to be a bit of a letdown, just because of how. I mean, it is hard. It is hard to end it when people are so invested for so long. It's <laughs> well, fucking hell. But if if you enter into every film or TV series thinking that the ending is going to be shit, that 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 would do my head in. It would absolutely do my head <laughs> I made in. My, I made my peace with it. <laughs> but I don't think you shouldn't have to. No, you, you're right. If you've enjoyed a, a series or a film and the last ten minutes are fucking awful. That's all I remember. And I think a lot of people, mm. that's what they remember. Yeah, and that is a shame because it doesn't matter. I mean, especially like something like Game of Thrones where the ending hadn't even been, you know, I mean, it's still up in the air anyway, how it ends. Yeah. I mean, it's not like the books have all been written and then dragging the feet with, with actually making the... I mean, George Martin's probably sat there scratching his head going, fucking hell, how am I ending what a mess. He claims, well, it is... he, he claims to know how it ends, but I'm calling a bit of bullshit on that, George. But, um, I, 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 he's also tried to distance himself from from the series, hasn't he? Now, yeah. uh, and and uh, by, by all accounts, I think this, the ending of the book is going to be quite different. Yeah, well, yeah, fucking, yeah. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd have to be an absolute pillock to uh, just yeah. write it exactly how, it, how you last know three... the entire world despises it. Oh, <laughs> right, it's that. Okay. He's just written the last three chapters in shit. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, this is very different. Whatever happened in the series, just ignore that. Don't worry about it. But I, I think, I, I, I think he's maybe partly to blame for it as well. Well, he did yeah. have some involvement. You know, he, he was working yeah. alongside them and. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, again, I'm in the camp where I'm not overly, I don't feel that negatively about it. Like, I, I get why people are like, what the fuck? You know, I, I understand why people are frustrated with how Game of Thrones ended. For me, it wasn't the, the best ending, but I, I'm, 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 comp- I'm not willing to write off the entire series just because they botched it at the end. Because actually, the vast majority of that final season was amazing. It wasn't until it was. you got, it wasn't until you, I mean, who the fuck's complaining about the Battle of Winterfell? No. No one, nobody. <laughs> and that was only. I think that was the third. That that was the second to last episode. Yeah, right? I, I, yeah. It's, it's either the. It was either the third. The, the third from the end or the second. Yeah, it was, it was third from the end because the next yeah. one was when Daenerys went batshit crazy, That's right. and That's then the right. final one was when. Um, it, well, that was when it was resolved when they all met up in the courtyard and decided that yeah. Bran should be king. Um, but but I, th- I think the problem I think the main people the main problem people have with that is exactly your problem with the last Sherlock. The characters weren't acting like they should act. Yeah. Um, you know, for the last let's say three episodes, uh, I think people didn't act in the way that you're used to watching them for over. I don't know how how many years it's supposed to be set over. I'm guessing it's quite a few. Uh, it's and, good, isn't it? Yeah, and you know, however many series it was, seven or eight, within half a series, the, it's as if they've just got the characters' default traits, screwed them all up and just sort of like, right, we'll start from scratch. Yeah, yeah. 
which is exactly what happened to the, the last Sherlock episode. But yeah, anyway. agreed. I agree with that. I agree with that. I thought. I thought. Uh, I remember thinking, uh, is it Wormtongue? Is that his name, Wormtongue, or is he, or is he from Harry Potter? That's that's Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, Lord of the Rings. What was the guy called? What, what, what was Daenerys's commander? Is the general of the um, the Unsullied? What was his name? It was Worm something, wasn't it? Oh, I, maybe it was actually. Maybe it was Wormtongue. It was. I feel like it was Worm something. Yeah. Wormy anyway, man. anyway, yeah, he, he started getting a bit like ideas above his station, didn't he? Yeah. He started being a bit of a knob. It was like, hang on a minute, mate, what the fuck? Where have you just come from all of a sudden, like, speaking up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all you need to do is just like, right, okay, let, let's have a dick off. I'll pull mine out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hang on. He kind of turned into a bit of a little knob because he was, you know, like for, for, for the entire time, his entire existence in in the Game of Thrones universe, he was just like this. Yeah. And then, and then, but but otherwise, just going along with everything. And then, and then, the final episode, he was like this. But he'd, it's like having a petulant child in the corner where it doesn't matter what anybody yeah. ever says, he just goes no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. He's he was getting all cocky because uh, he was uh, spending most of his time having to dry hump that uh, the other the other girl. Yeah, Miss Miss Sandy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's got to be a point where dry humping's not enough. <laughs> you would think so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where he was secreting from. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is he? Is probably. <laughs> yeah, you're just gonna have to. Yeah, you're just gonna have to get around this. I mean. <laughs> Uh, I know it's a bit odd, but this is what you signed up for. <laughs> well, you, you you knew you knew they weren't there when you met me, so you know it's no surprise. <laughs> yeah, don't look don't look so disappointed. <laughs> you know full I'm, well that you know full well that you decided to be a fuck buddy with a Ken doll. I'm sorry, it looks like the top of a, a money purse, but you know that's what you've got. <laughs> Yeah, I know you've I know you've seen more impressive looking budgies tongues, but this is. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, he asked for it at the end. He, he turned it yeah, right knob. Yeah. Did he survive in the end? I can't remember. Yeah, he did. Yeah, mm. he, I think he he sailed across the seas with the Unsullied army because he, he essentially right. the only way that he was going to not kill everybody with the Unsullied is. By uh, banishing John uh, Snow, right? Like John Snow, oh, had yeah. to, he had to leave, and then and then he was like, <laughs> which again is another dick move because it's no, like, he didn't, he didn't have to. <laughs> he was the king. He didn't have. He could do whatever he wants. Yeah, but I think the point is the strong, the strongest army was now under the control of this worm, worm, uh, worm bottles, <laughs> <laughs> worm touch. Worm cock, <laughs> uh, and it's right. like, well, if you don't, if he doesn't fuck off, but then, but then it's not like even worm cock ended up fucking off anyway. It's like, yeah, he's like, right, is he gone? Great, okay, guys, let's go to the other side of the world. Well, you that's like that's what I, that is what I thought they did. I thought they'd literally let everyone go, and then say, no, it's all right, you can come back now. But they actually made him yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, right, have they gone? They've gone. Yeah, he's gone. Right, come out, come out, John. <laughs> yeah, thank fuck he's gone, he was doing me, <laughs> Let me know if he comes back, I'll hide behind the drapes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, he's got some balls for a guy with no cock. <laughs> <laughs> he's got somewhere to keep his coins. <laughs>
Thanks for listening, everyone. That was episode four of the Sherlock series. We do hope you enjoyed it. I think we're coming towards the end of this one now, aren't we? Yeah, next week, we'll, uh, episode number five uh, will be <laughs> uh, will be the last one. Okay. See you then. <laughs> uh, at SNR under slash podcast. What? <laughs> Try again. At SNR podcast underscore. The Twitter handle is at SNR underscore podcast. There's no under slashes, there's no backscores. <laughs> yes, yeah, so follow us on there and uh, you'll find more information about the next uh, mini series that we'll have coming up very soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye.